Hello, everybody, and welcome to Santa Clara High School's The Roar, the podcast. My name is Elias Pano, and I am a sophomore at Santa Clara High School, and I am the opinion section editor for The Roar. Uh, my name is Almost Press, and I'm a freshman at Santa Clara High School, and I am a staff writer for The Roar. Hi, I'm Nat. I'm a sophomore at Santa Clara High School, and I am the alternative media editor for The Roar. And before we quickly um, get into this podcast, let's just discuss our pronouns. I am he, him. What about you, Nat? I am he, him. I use he, him pronouns. Consistency. Um, <laughs> so, let's talk about our subject. In conjunction with Breast Cancer Awareness Month, that is October, we are currently recording on the 27th. Uh, at the beginning of the month, our friend almost here, he noted the abnormalization of men wearing pink, and he wanted to talk about normalizing it. Well, come around to the later stages of the month, we finally decided to discuss and talk about it. Um, so I noticed uh, in homecoming week that there was, uh, you know, on Wednesday we wear pink from the famous movie Mean Girls. You know, really nice reference, super funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's so totally innocent, and it is, really. But it just made, it just reminded me that there is in society basically everywhere for like the past, I don't know, maybe I would say maybe the hundred-ish years-ish because in a certain time, pink, there was no kind of like colors for genders, right? Um, It goes deeper than that. It's a conventional thing too. As in, we really didn't have access to such color before the modern age. Exactly. And it's it's stereotypes and there are more and more stereotypes every day um, because there are more and more people, honestly. Um, And uh, I think that it should be noted and we should talk about, like everybody should should feel comfortable wearing whatever they want. And when I see people wearing um, pink or when I see people wearing like a red fashion t-shirt or whatever, I don't think there should be, I, I don't think there should be like a, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume what kind of person this is based on what they're wearing. This color assignments to gender is, it's just unhealthy because it kind of takes colors and assigns identities to, to things. Like, we're, as humans, we mentally human, uh, personify everything. We see, uh, chairs and backpacks and in many languages we give them genders and um that's just not something that's applicable yeah it's not like you should it, it makes people just like not even think like oh expressing myself huh? that'll never happen and right. it's just like kind of like a it's a it's a gatekeeping for colors yeah i remember like when i was much much you know when i was even younger i should say because i'm still young um Dad, my family, we own these, like, Ikea, like, playsets. They're plastic, and they came in colors. And every single time, like, it was time to pick out the plates or whatever, my brother and I would got pissed if we got, like, the pink or the purple one. And I think that, and you know what? And it was always the colors don't matter. That's what the adults would ever say. But did they ever really address the issue why we felt the colors mattered? Like, we were brought up in this... um what's it called, environment where it really just felt like everything around us was gendered, everything was personified, we needed to make it human. We needed to make the characteristics our mind assigns to the senses and that projects to us. Um, And we needed to find a way to really just look around the world and just see it as us. And I I realize now back that was the issue. That's where it came from. And I feel like I wouldn't have the same like, oh, this is a guy who's wearing pink. That's a little bit odd. Nowadays, as if that issue would have been addressed when I was much younger. 
Color has been assigned a gender, and that has been grown into the minds of children even before they are born. So yeah, when we're talking about that, we're talking about like gender reveal parties, right? Exactly, yes. Um, whenever there's a, uh, a kid who's about to be born, there is always some pink or blue thing that denotes the the, chi- the the gender of a child. If it's some blue powder explosion, oh yeah, it's a boy. Or if it's oh some pink balloon yeah. vest, it's uh, yeah a girl. And even when I was growing up, they're always put in these rooms that have just pink furniture, pink yeah. pink paints, pink everything. It's when, when, when my sister grew up, she was put in a room that had pink walls, and her, her sheets were pink, and she had butterfly on the wall, and flowers, paint, and paintings. And another thing is, like, animals are gendered, too? Like, that was really weird. Well, I think animals, in a sense, we can think of it in a different way, because the way we assign gender to ourselves is, like, that's the social construct. But more or less, when it comes to animals, it's literally nature. That's their biology. That's, their, that's the biology. There. That's their sex. And we don't yeah, decide I mean, but their like, gender. Yeah, I butterflies. Like, that's not... It, that's exactly. that's that's a conscious yeah because I, I got called a nancy boy for like trying to chase a butterfly when i was so younger yeah like, that's, that's, that's the exact thing we're talking about that's exact same the, thing it's drilled right into you yeah. and speaking of drilled like when when you're growing up pop stars and like tv shows are like a really big influence so uh though people like companies like disney and nickelodeon are kind of changing shows like uh Chosen people who are singing who are endorsed would be like these, you know, like pink leather and like mm-hmm. all these like flower explosions and like yes. yeah, the Nickelodeon Barbie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and even, Barbie is very important too with in this argument. Yeah, uh, even like like you say, animals have been give, assigned genders as well. Uh, and all these things originate from our subconscious thought that men are more masculine and women are more feminine and like the men are the, the people who go out and hunt and stuff and yeah. the women stay home and gather and take care of the houses we have to 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 acknowledge that that's not so for everything it's just like that in our species for example bees the women are the workers and the men Mantis. are the ones who stay so mantises Right. They yeah. eat the men. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think we were kind of talking about it right there. And that's a whole other element of psychology. What we're trying to, what, what we're delving into here, we're talking about the men and the flipping. I think more or less we can talk about the colors themselves. And when we view the color spectrum, and I think this is an interesting scientific thing, I read about it several weeks ago. And I feel like it has some sort of connection, the way we see color, to just the way the human perceives the senses. And it's too complicated to then go anything further into that than it. And, and there's, this is slightly off topic, but a lot of schools use certain colors uh, to like uh, light blues, grays, and whites to make it feel like, um, not that it's boring, like it's not trying to be like, haha, like stay in line, but like be just completely like neutral because then there's so much other stuff going on in a teenager's life that it has to just be completely neutral yeah. and that's like really important and then the blue and the pink thing is i don't want to be neutral i want to stand out as this right right but it's also a construct right it's all a construct but let's go the more deeper let's go to the modern day or the modern what's happening in the present let's say that yeah mm-hmm. um the negative effects of this to this day and to this day personally for me um sorry i got a little bit loud there um what's it called 
I can't see a dude wearing pink and just not think, well, that's out of the ordinary, even though it's not, it's a color. And it's that's, again, drilled into the mind. To yes. this day, I see it, and it's just like all those things. And it's drilled into the minds of other people who don't even seem to realize that they're doing it, or maybe they do realize they're doing it, but they take it too far. Like, or, you know, as I mentioned, Nancy Boller becoming people away. And it ties into homophobia or transphobia and all those things. So the modern day effects, let's run down the basic conclusion. Pink looks out of the ordinary on dudes, blue looks out of the ordinary on many girls, maybe in a younger age. Um, and honestly, just, yeah, homophobia, transphobia. And like, I feel like, do you want to talk more about that greater, really, really horrible effect this um, stigmatization has on the LGBTQ plus community? Mm-hmm. And whenever somebody, I was with a group, hanging out with a group of friends a few years ago, and we saw a, a man in a pink shirt. Uh, like a, a pale pink. Uh, and we, one, one of my friends said, oh, he's gay, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And, well, I, that may have been true. It has no real connection with the color of shirt he's wearing. Exactly. It, right, it's not, we, these things are so oversimplified. Uh, these gender assignments, if we see a, a, a masculine person, a figure, a, a man wearing or doing something feminine, we. Assume. But what is feminine? Exactly, exactly. We're not. There's nothing. Color pink isn't even a feminine color. It's been assigned that. It's been uh, given that color. We, we've made ourselves think that it's that color. That that if someone thinks of uh, girls or femininity, one of the, the first things is thought of as pink. Exactly, and those pointless genderisms. Like, how many times have you ever gone into like a like a store of some sort, just selling something, maybe a toy set. It's marketed towards marketed towards kids, and there's always going to be like, oh, boys, doctors, kids, girls, doctors, kids. And the only difference is like a bunch of plastic kits, and one of them's blue and one of them's pink. Right, right. What kind of commercial waste is that? Like, if we want to talk about yeah. the modern day. Lazy marketing. Exactly. exactly. Or you could go into like freaking, you know, Halloween or Spirit Halloween, whatever freaking the name's called. Uh, you could really just, you, you can see kind of how the, the commercial waste. That's another big issue. Age strolling down the, the aisle of a, of a Target store in the, in the toy section. You look to the right, everything is just oversaturated. Like Target. Yeah, Between Barbies and Legos. Between Barbies yeah. and Legos. And even Legos going yeah, like, I, hey, we're going to have Barbie Legos. Yeah, I look to the right, I see Barbies. I see, I don't know whatever i look to the left and i see like like toast soldiers and war sets and everything on black and i go yeah it's masculine it's cool it's not good toxic masculinity and the opposite of that i can't remember what it's called but we're not going to go into that we're talking about our own self we don't want to go out of our element we talk about who we are we're dudes and in the 19th century when pastel colors started becoming popularized as dyes because they started figuring out how to do that with mixing lighter colors with darker colors um they did assign like straight up assign colors to gender like they they did and blue was assigned to girls because it was quote a dainty color and pink was seen as a stronger color so actually for a pretty long time it was the opposite of assignment Mm -hmm. and then it became that there were darker colors of blue that became uh, like you know more popular and then people were like oh stronger color you know it should be assigned to be masculine or something right and also about the person who was wearing pink um thing uh a lot of this is still something that's happening but um a lot of people who 
think something is uh, wrong or uh, might be not exactly right, like the assignment of uh, colors to genders, might bring it up or try to bring it up and then it fails or it isn't perceived like saying, oh, that's gay. Like that is a biggest sign of either someone's uncomfortable or or they feel uncomfortable about the subject or and and so they bring it up trying to take light off of it in a joking way and the final modern day effect i'm going to talk about and i briefly alluded to it like a minute ago and it was toxic masculinity and this can kind of tie into everything we said or about the pink one or the homophobia or you think i'm gonna gay because i'm wearing pink those kind of dudes out there and I'll admit, we're all guilty of it at times. We see Pinky comes to our minds, it then, you know, it leaves this imprint on us. But I think it goes greater, in, it goes more in-depth into toxic masculinity when really think of just how we're used. Men who view pink as just feminine, oh, I can't wear pink. They're using it to put other people down. And we need to talk about how this should be fixed. Matt? Yeah, and that'll be our, like, last topic. Yeah. About. All right. Almost? So... I really think the start and the first steps of phasing this tradition out, because it is a tradition really in a lot of you know families, is making the the beginning of a, a person's life more, you know, just vague. Something like, oh, you have a yellow or a green, right, for a gender reveal party, if you even have to. Right? right, you don't even need to have Just a specific color. Right? Email it to people <laughs> and not, yeah. Because um, gender reveal parties are also really controversial, just in general, mm-hmm. in yeah. any situation. And also, um, then you're not buying, you can, you'll, if your child is like, my favorite color is lilac, which would be really cool for a little kid to say because that's a complicated word for it's an epic yeah. color. Yeah, it's an epic <laughs> color. Um, uh, then you buy them lilac clothes, right? Mm-hmm, or, yeah. you know, whatever clothes they like. Yeah. It's not, and if you have, like, you know, these brown or green or whatever clothes or whatever clothes you have, just dress them in those clothes. Right. If it's not and with intent, yeah, if, if it's not with intent, if you're not assigning them a color with intent, then it doesn't matter. Because yeah. then you're just dressing blue on that day, pink on this day, green on that day, right? There's no intent, there's no harm or keeping this negative um this negative uh connotation of um gender alive this is completely nitpicky but negation is the word you'd use in negation yeah okay, negation. yeah and we don't even need to assign colors to children either i mean that would be i mean all right if, if you're if you had a kid and they say oh i like so sorry to interrupt you, but life without color, like, or life without children aren't, like, I, do you mean a sign where they're not getting, or yeah, color from the parents, or are they getting no choose colors? No, no, we, we don't need to assign colors. We can, they can choose them, we can just give them every color. Yeah. And, like, for example, if a gender reveal party, we don't need blue powder or, or pink powder or balloons or whatever. We can just have, say, confetti. That's, that's, that's it's a rainbow color. It's not a specific color. <laughs> Alternatively, when it comes to color, and especially if you're raising a young girl or a young dude, you don't want to, like, raise them the opposite way as to, like, try and combat this. The exact opposite thing you should not do is definitely just to try and, like, sign pink instead of blue because you're challenging the gender <laughs> norm right there. The social contracts norm, I'm actually going to say instead. The exact same opposite thing, they should just like don't assign your child the opposite thing. Because when you do that, 
really you it's still an assignment yeah you're still making gender assignments so in reality and in total it's like don't try and combat it don't think you're like oh i'm gonna be a savior i'm gonna help this etc don't challenge it by giving your child the opposite and just straight up just don't assign your child anything it pisses me off like your kid is getting a random color or anything and i don't mean like oh until the kid's old enough to have a conscience or what color they like etc and now uh, you only have to give them gray or something but like don't think it through the color choice yeah, it's just as simple do, as that do whatever's natural exactly or what looks good like if you're going to give your child a crib or something like when i grew up my uh bedroom was yellow painted yellow and everything and that worked because now i don't exactly see pink in this i still see it in the same way but not exactly the same way and it works yeah yeah i so i think that is a, a perfect part for us to to round out our podcast uh, thank you for joining me gentlemen it was a pleasure talking to you indeed it was Yep. Uh, Thank you for listening to Roar the podcast. And out.